Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast of best shows on TV. And I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And tonight we're hitting that preacher. We're a, we're a man down, you know. Uh, Those wisdom teeth, man. Yeah, what do you call it? I got a, an old Jake there. He's got a little wisdom tooth problem, but uh, he's gonna he's gonna hold the fort down at home tonight, and we're gonna hold the podcast strong. Yeah, put him uh, on an IR coach. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, Preacher. How about Preacher, man? This is episode eight. eight. Yeah. yeah. El Valerio. Is that Valerio? Valero or something like yeah. that. Uh, so, uh, so before we even start, let's talk about this uh, this synopsis that oh, give us on. Never have I been more let down from a plot synopsis <laughs> to an episode. <laughs> Just like big, bold, like great wording. In a fierce gun battle, Jesse faces off with Ken Cannon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If we want to call this a fierce gun battle. You know, I'm thinking um, Boondock Saints, you know, yeah. there's a firefight. Pop, pop, well, pop. When I think of fierce gun battle, I'm thinking that we're, we're going to spend a, you know, a few thousand rounds, not, oh yeah, not muskets, you know, you know I, and a, a couple of, okay, uh, don't rifles. get me started on people still running up there with their civil war muskets. <laughs> I mean, uh, but I mean, at least, you know, I want that bad action scene. I'm shooting 47 rounds from a eight barrel revolver just, yeah just something out of this world but nothing no 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 but you know what i still say it was a good episode it was definitely an improvement from last week yes i mean this was up there this guy, whole rounded episode this might be the best whole like well-rounded episode start to finish i was never bored Mm-mm. there was never any like oh my lord because everything seemed so much intriguing and mystery and the opening out of left field, son. Yeah. I'm talking Yet out again, of left field. They're crushing these openings. I'm sitting there. I was like, why in the hell are we on a ski lift? Like, is this the right show? And who in the heck are these people? Yeah. You know? like, they have like, nothing to do with anything to our knowledge, you know, yeah. leading up. And it's just like, bravo. You know, the amount of times I'm having to hit info on these cold, on these openings is just <laughs> astonishing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. You know the the whole little scenario of the the eighties getups and the outfits, you know, <laughs> with the patterns and the hairs and ponytails, loving and all it. That stuff. It was it was pretty hilarious. And that little girl, she uh, she was me as a little child. You know, I, they're itchy. I don't want to wear them. Exactly. And I mean, those gloves were the worst. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The full the full cover mitts. Oh yes. God. <laughs> no fingers. <laughs> let, let my fingers, you know, uh, develop some little frostbite or something. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, crazy. You, you know, cable falls and they go down, which, um, which you know, which is crazy because like I'm pretty sure they have a fail safe where if one fall, if one fails, there's another. Yeah, it's something catching it, so you, you don't know, just free you, fall you just like free an elevator. fall to your death. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'm not gonna beat that up, but um, but to realize that's his whole family, and then all those boxes in his office, mm-hmm. creepy. It, it starts to make a little bit more sense, and then yeah, we've you, got him sitting there. You want you know you know why he's a godless man, you know. Well, no, he's not godless. He is not godless, as we come to find out. Well, serves serves the god of meat, or is yeah yeah is the god of meat, or was it cow? Uh, I thought he was meat or where. Uh, I was a little confused in his verbiage there. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was meat, which was very interesting because you know Jesse caught it and was like, oh man. These wordings are tough. Yeah. Um, but seeing, to see the, his dad up there trying to, you know, you need the Lord. And he pulls them freaking oh, and guts tests, up. And from tests, his daughter in a cow. He goes, can you tell the difference, you know? I was like, um, that's disturbing. Well, not only that, I was like, is he about to start processing this with the other meat? 
Like, is he about, is he chopping up humans? Yeah, it was, tell me if I'm wrong. This just kind of threw me for a loop. Okay. There was a boxes that had fragile stickers on the sides of them and things, you know, which was kind of random. And then you, you saw the one box open with a person in it. Clearly. With the ski gear on. Mm -hmm. Um, would this be how they're transported back? I would I mean, think so, in all honesty. Maybe with you, like some dry ice and stuff, but do you I mean do you really do you think they, you know, I don't know. I just for some reason I just have a hard time believing they stayed in their ski outfits when they put them in a box and sent them back. Well, it's all evidence and stuff. Like I mean, you can't really move anything all that much. I don't know. It just kind of perplexed me a little bit. No, it didn't take away or anything. I'm yeah. not complaining. I just thought it was like well, no, I mean, it was a good thing to catch. Well, I think the biggest thing is I think they you almost kind of had to do that so you knew those boxes contained the those people, people yeah. from the ski lift because they were wearing very distinctive outfits. No, but I mean, I don't see, like, they wouldn't have changed them into any outfits. I mean, I guess well, they could have. Well, I, I didn't, I've just figured they'd, you know, either be in a bag or, you know, I don't know. Back in the day, what I understand is if you have, an, you know, an accident you have to you know do autopsies to make sure there's no foul play or if there's no malfeasance or i just don't think they ever got to the autopsy like uh, he intercepted you. it i'm with you i just you know i just think it was more of a visual cue that you knew yeah like this is we know who these people are and of now. course the special effects did a good job of making the king cannon uh look younger you know he had the receding hairline mm-hmm. and the darker eyebrows and and the whole nine yards and it gave you a really cool idea because you know to me Every time you saw the young preacher and his dad come out of that office saying, you know, some people are unsavable, da da da, da it never put two and two together. No. This was Ken Cannon back no, in the day. I, we were thinking like they're in a principal's office, you know, multiple different things. And right. You know, you know, they or can't possibly say his father. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, um, wow. What a, what a turn of events to make that big connection. Especially since, I mean, I guess this time frame puts us at probably. 30 years ago or so, I would say. Is Jesse is he about in his mid-30s? I would say that kid is somewhere around 10 to 12 years old. So, I, I mean, maybe only 20 years ago. So, yeah, I'm thinking 20 years. Okay. Yeah, is what I'm thinking. I, I don't know. That's a good question. Did they do a good enough job of making King Cannon look young enough? Yeah, or I mean, how, I, mean I have no idea how old he looks right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, so I mean, that's one of them things, but I, it didn't bother me. I'll tell you. Like I said, I just think it was a really, I mean, I, just, you just never know what to expect with the show no. with their openings. And to make that connection like that is bananas. And I mean, it starts putting everything into perspective now. It you know, really the does. things that we've been asking for, they kind of start moving towards that direction. And I couldn't be happier. All right. So we get the first wave of attack to the, to the church. Oh, man. And it is. Did more, you think that it was uh, I, Cassidy at first? I thought that was yes. I definitely thought Cassidy was. I, I mean, when, when they when they didn't show who who was doing the ass kicking, I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, yeah. Cassidy's in the church." I was like, "There's no way this is like it's human." Like I, I just didn't expect it yes. in any shape, or form. But just to but to have the to find out it was just the preacher, and, and not using, not to show it on the off, it was kind of off screen. Yeah. It kind of disappointed me a little bit, and no use of Genesis. Yeah, uh, which that's another thing that's kind of rattled me a little bit about the show is that he's over there perplexing about how to get, you know, Eugene, Eugene out. He's like, you used words to put him in there. 
why can't you put words come back? I don't know. I, we've, we discussed this we, last time. We did. Time. And it, I think they did a good job this episode explaining it, is the person has to be able to hear it. Yes. I, you mentioned that last time, and then you know we got a conclusion on that yes. later in the episode, so I'm going to leave that alone. Um, but, I, you know, that's why I say I'm surprised that it hadn't even been tried, you know. But – the like you said that whole scene and then the guys coming back and going we just got our, just got our ass whipped you know it, he's like, well what happened what did he say nothing he, he just moves quick yeah we got our ass whipped you know where are your weapons uh <laughs> you know and yeah, they were carrying the first wave was carrying some some pretty uh, big yeah, bad boy weapons had some, some assault rifles were pretty legit yeah the scopes you know big clip and everything I was like and y'all lost how really I mean eight dudes mm-hmm. Y'all didn't take the bulldozer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so then it leads to where Eugene shows back up. We, okay. dig, we dig him up out of the ground. Did you almost throw up? Because I, I about threw up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to be honest with you. It threw, it threw me for a loop because the, this is another time where a show gives you a preview mm-hmm. and it ruins you for the next episode to a point because he pulls him out of that ground. Like he digs himself up. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute in the preview, it shows him talking to the agents about how to try to get him out. Yeah. But he's out. And we haven't seen like, the agents yet. I was like, He's not there. This is a figment or something. There's, yeah. a, there's something off. So the whole time I was skeptical of their entire conversation. And, and then it came to be true, you know. And so, dang AMC for doing stuff like that. That, yeah, that we, drives me nuts. We've got to talk to these because they just sent them out to a company. And the company just tries to make the best trailer possible. And there, there's got to be a new medium ground for this because you're ruining episodes and movies before they even come out. Yeah. I mean, I thought back that whole Terminator Genesis where you you knew the shocking point before yeah. you watched the movie. Well, and then here, you know, we get built up for a fierce gun battle and uh, womp, 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 nothing. Because, I mean, um, we knew the church was still standing yeah. before the episode even aired. Um, but when a, Eugene came up out of that ground and was spitting that dirt and mud out. Yeah. Pretty gracious. Oh. Yeah. I, I was done. Like, I mean, that's the part I was like. You didn't I, want a cup of water? No. Uh, mm. you, like, know, the, you know, the funny thing is, is that the attention to detail was something I noticed is that, you know, the preacher ran in there to get him a cup of water. Do you notice that he rinsed the water cup mm-hmm. out? Then he filled it up. And then he went through two d- drawers before he found the straw. The straw. Yeah, most shows would just show him open a drawer and know exactly where that know straw exactly was. Know exactly where the straw is. Put it in there and walk over there, or not even take the effort to show him going through all that stuff, or to not even have the straw. You know, yeah. because I when I was like, why isn't he? What's he looking for? Like, I mean, he's already got yeah. the glass of water. Is there ice in that thing? Or <laughs> comes out with the straw, and I was like, I completely forgot. Yeah, and so I just thought that was kind of a unique. Little, most people probably don't even realize that, but I imagine a lot of people don't even think about filming something like that. No. Like going through the effort of showing him having to go through drawers and stuff. You know, like, why waste time on that? And, like, he was actually, like, rummaging through that drawer looking yeah, for a yeah, straw. exactly. And so I did like that. Uh, I did love what Eugene said. You know, he's like, how, how long have you been digging up? And he goes, it's not far down, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. And he's like, "What you know, what's it like down there? And he's like, crowded yeah. and i was like whoa can, can we not talk about it and stuff yeah. and, but i mean like the short is like you know is hell crowded like i mean i kind of envision it as just like a never-ending open fire i guess it's each his own yeah you know what i mean what what you think it could be what it could be you know for anybody else is who knows and um 
But golly, I did think that was kind of cool. And then, but him to come to the conclusion like he did that he realized he's not Eugene and, and not talking there. Yeah. But after he called his dad, which his dad was probably the most perplexing person on this episode that I just didn't understand. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't make a lot of sense to me that. I mean, you're the sheriff. Why not just drive straight up there and just go grab your kid? Amen. I mean, amen. And if you hadn't seen him in days. Mm -hmm. I mean, you came up there, but your lights weren't on, nothing. And I mean, I didn't understand his role in this episode. If you want to even call it a role, it was, it didn't match to a guy who has been desperate looking for his child who's been missing. And it ends with him not even grabbing, going up there to check to see if Eugene is there. Yes. Like, or no, because Preacher's in the back of the car by the end of the episode. And there's still no talk about Eugene. Yeah, it's almost like he's left off yeah. the map, you know. It's like completely forgotten. And I didn't I didn't like that part of the episode. No, I didn't either. Um, it was one of those minor details that was a miss. And it could, for all we know, there was more to that. Yeah. It was just edited out for time. I mean, I maybe, could, but I mean, we put such a strong emphasis on him last episode. And the sheriff was actually distraught looking for him and everything. And he was talking to Kincannon about him. And so the fact that we put this much love for Eugene on the episode and just no resolution didn't didn't sit well with me. Yeah, it was kind of a a little letdown. There's no sure for sure. Um so then we get to the second wave of battle. Oh man. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I, it was it wasn't good. <laughs> but well, how about that rallying speech? Yeah, I mean, I, this is on par with a good old Game of Thrones. Yeah, getting people rallied up ready for a fight. Yeah, it was only trumped by the amazing accuracy of a half-drunk preacher on a bell tower. <laughs> I didn't even know where he was shooting. Shooting at first. hats off of a guy, mm-hmm. shooting a machete off, and going into another fellow, <laughs> um, and then shooting the penis off of another guy. Oh man, I'm just like. Yeah, guys, it doesn't even hurt that bad, really. You know, yeah, it was just a great shot. Like, <laughs> the last thing I'm going to be doing to somebody is giving them a good old compliment. Can we? How do we ascertain my man wearing a full jumpsuit was able to retrieve his junk? Yeah, with like, I didn't see any blood or hole or anything. Well, you did when you saw him sitting there yeah. in the um, in the gurney. Yes, yes, but he did. before that, no, because he... I was looking. Like, I mean. You know, you hate to stare at a man's crotch, yeah. but you did not see any evidence of a gunshot. I mean, his... you, you tell me if he does get shot off, I, I got to look. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt. Yeah, I mean, it's just there. You know, it's just one of those things in life, you know. Okay, he said he got his jump yeah. shot off. Um, I'm going to have to say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> video, it didn't happen. I mean, yeah, just like walking know. back with like his hands uh, cupped and everything. <laughs> uh, you know. But it was just great because Kincaid's like, you know, he's a preacher. He's not going to hurt any of us. And he's coming back slowly. They're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he made it. No, guys. How about the long smoke? You know, well, they all like, yeah, yeah. And you see him way off and it takes the time oh, for him yeah. to come halfway almost all, before he kind of comes up and goes, yeah, he shot him paint off. What a great shot. <laughs> yeah. And I was uh, expecting him to be like, just like collapse over. Like I thought he killed him. 
Yeah. And this was so much better. Yeah. So, so, so and, and much The better. reactions by everybody, oh, oh. And they just yeah. kind of make an alley for him to keep walking. <laughs> so it called the ambulance for him. Yeah. It was, it was like, first, like, ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah. And call the ambulance for good old. Yeah. Let's don't, don't lose the morale of the men. <laughs> you know? Um, and how about Jesse's arm on this Molotov cocktail? Um, all I know is is that Terry Bradshaw and Joe Montana and all them are probably jealous if they were watching the episode. Oh yeah, literally. I mean, a flaming Molotov from it's got to be at least eighty yards. I mean, I think the only other person that can compete with this throw is Uncle Rico. <laughs> you know, pigskin quarter mile. Yeah, I just uh, it was a doozy. Oh yeah, there is no doubt. Maybe from being elevated point, it was you know it was way to go, but. Um, the, you know that would trip me out about this whole deal is that the town comes out there to barbecue, it's to like, land, it's a, like like they were going to a Garth Brooks concert, yeah, yeah. And, they were, and they were waiting out in the field for it. You know what I'm saying? It just reminded me of the first episode. Like I mean, we had grills set up. You know, you have people pouring ice in the coolers. Yeah, and, like and they're expecting some show. Oh know? yeah, and I'm just like, you are sitting in the yard of the church. Mm-hmm. And you are excited and grilling out and drinking beer to see the church being dismantled. But this is the been, church you go to. This is the church that they're over capacity with chairs out front. And no one's here to protect it? Nobody was out there going, this is wrong yeah. or you shouldn't do this, other than the sheriff saying this is holy ground. I just was kind of like, I understand that they want to show that side of the town and how unique and mm-hmm. backwards and everything like that is. But I was really surprised, like, not even Emily was up there, like, you know, well, she, uh, she tried to get up there in a hurry, you know? Yeah, I mean, she didn't ever make it to the door. It was just, it was very strange to me. We had another weird morning scene with Emily. And uh, <sighs> what was the purpose of this? Filler. Oh, yeah, I mean, they just didn't want to give us the gun battle, so we got more, more Emily <laughs> we got time. The, we got the gun battle, the hairdryer. Um, yeah, I didn't understand that. I just, you know, like, that was almost like, why even go over miles and the chunky milk and the... And know. let them drink the milk, too. And also, like, how how often are you not home to let milk go bad? I don't know about you, but a gallon what? of, like... A gallon of milk. A carton of milk wouldn't last a day in my household before. Not a chance. I mean, I don't know if it lasts two days with just me in the house. That's like a bowl of cereal. Yeah. I mean, come on, on, That's breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) So That's not making it. uh, Yeah, that was kind of thin to win. (laughs) Um, There's no doubt. But, yeah, that was that. And then, of course, the the tulip and getting the dog. That was actually significant. Yeah, I mean, when they first got it, I was kind of like, mm, "What are you? What doing? are we going on?" Like, is, wow, did it have a punch at the end? Yeah, I was like, "Okay, you know, I guess I can accept this. You know, this is how you're getting over Jesse. You know, this is going to replace that hole, that love. that companionship, yeah. and blah like, blah blah." You're not going to be as free. I'm not digging it. But if it gets you off of nagging, gun ho. And then she's sitting there petting him, leads him over to the door, and lo and behold, do we think Jesse put him out? Uh, I'm back to leaning towards no. To me, it doesn't look good. Yeah. It looks like he must have been in really bad shape. And, you know, what does this mean for the future of their relationship? It can't be good. It can't be. Um, If we are to assume that it is requiring this level of getting blood and everything like that, he must be in bad shape behind there. And like the airplane bad. 
I'm almost disappointed. I didn't. We don't see how crispy he is. Oh, how yeah. great would this be for a special effects moment? You know, they had to be drooling over the opportunity. I mean, to try I can imagine like, like um, a majorly charred skeleton. You know, half skeleton. You know, just I could, just you know, almost two face like. Yeah, it could be. It could be really really cool. And I, I wish we would have gotten to see that. But I want to ask you: Do you think she thought about feeding her uncle to him? Mm, I think she's thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, because like, I, mean, I, <laughs> I was trying to think, because she was loving the dog and everything. I was like, man, is she thinking about giving up her uncle? You it's know, possible. just like the savagery. And I wonder if that comes back into play. Like, I, I didn't. I don't know. If I kind of doubt it, but it'd be cool. Yeah. It'd be cool, but yeah, no, not feeling it. Just because I don't, there, there's a reason we're keeping him on the show, and I just don't know what that reason is. I don't know either. I don't know. There's, there's definitely a, a little something that's got to sprinkle into it. You yeah, know, it could be a tipping point for something later. I'm not sure. So then it goes back to the church, and we get this. You know, we've already had Ken Cannon, and he's talking about doing waves of <laughs> waves. And, you know, not don't think of yourself as a human shield, but you are going to be human, human, and you will be doing some shielding. <laughs> you know, so don't get caught up in the words and blah, blah, blah. I thought some of the, some of the lines were pretty good. Yeah, I thought that you know? was great. And uh, But he's his like, we're going to go in waves of one minute between. I was like, one minute? I was mm. like, that's enough time to grease off the first wave yeah. and wait for the next. I don't know if you remember the uh, firepower you sent in with the first wave, yeah. but uh, <laughs> that's automatic. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, Jesse's, by this time, where he's asked for the agents. Yes. And, of course, they show up you know, in their 10-gallon hats well, in their box. And so this is, you know, the spot where we were getting from the previews. Mm-hmm. And... When they get there, you know, we get to this whole deal. Now, in my opinion, I never thought for a second they were going to help try to get Eugene out of him. No, you know, at no I, point in time. I, I didn't. I never for a once thought there would be an upstanding deal. Da, 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 da. But I did think that they would tell him how to do it. I did think we were going to get some information from it. But I didn't think that they would help him go through with it. No, and, you know, and I didn't. And that's not far-fetched to me. But the whole laying on the ground and, you know, and like something I noticed, and I think we talked about before even pod is, is that to me, Dominic Cooper, this was with his, probably his best episode acting wise. Absolutely. And this was one of the key scenes I really liked where, you know, he was questioning things and talking about, you know, of God purpose and how I'm supposed to have this. And, you know, I really enjoyed some of those, that part. And most of the parts he was involved with, you know, and just his posture was different. Like, yeah, I mean, it was he, definitely a step above. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I did notice one thing, and this might be ticky, is that you know when he was you know tipping the bottle on this whiskey. Yeah. You know, in the beginning, you know, you see him wincing because it was so. You know, it's going it's going to kick your butt. You know, to hitting the bottle like that. I mean, he was hitting him hard. And he was hitting it harder and drinking it like it was good old Southern Mississippi sweet tea. Well, I mean, I think by the end of it, he was so drunk that he couldn't taste the burn anymore. I don't know, man. I mean, I felt like that was a little bit of natural progression. I, I mean, drunk or not, you, you, you're going to have a little flame going down that, <clears throat> that throat now. I've known a guy or two. <laughs> but I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. On that right, one. Yeah. But um, so they do this song. 
and I'm yeah, you, cannot contain my giggling. No. Okay, um, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like yeah. the, the almighty power. A, we're holding it in a coffee can, and the a best way in coffee can. <laughs> yes. And they got this wind-up machine. I mean, could you put it in a bigger box? <laughs> Can <laughs> the seeing them wheel this box? There wasn't no wheels up. on it. It was just a drag. Oh, you know, man. it was some. Of, I mean, it's so humorous. I mean, oh. It's just over the top. And why not drive it up there? Why do we have to drag it up the yeah. entire 800 feet driveway? Because I, you know we're only in the middle of West Texas, and it, it's hot with the sun being down on us. It only makes sense to walk this three mile driveway, dragging <laughs> the world's heaviest box. Yes, for uh, a coffee can, for a coffee can and a small mechanical organ. <laughs> um, which you know, <laughs> it was. It was great. Uh, Anyway, I mean, we finally get it into said coffee can and stuff. And even the lid is the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I thought that was kind of unique. You know, they sing a little song. It comes out. They put it in the coffee can. And and then, of course, they backstab him on the deal and blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, Jenison explodes out of this can and goes right back into Preacher. And Um, they telegraphed this a mile long. Oh, yeah. You you knew he wasn't going to lose Preacher forever. You knew these guys weren't going to succeed in the mission. It's just one of those, sad to say, necessary evils of the show. Well, I thought he was about to go back into the thing and grab the chainsaw. Yeah, or tear his chest open and yeah. get it out. I was fully prepared for them to go take two. But yeah, like, all right, we're going to try a different method and hold him down and try again. And yeah. it was just completely an utter defeat, which really let me down because I was. We've been talking about how much we've been liking the Angels, and this just dropped them for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to a point, because you also got to think about it now. They, you know, preachers trying to hold to the deal. Yeah, and they know that, and even though they don't have intention of keeping it, um, I just uh, it was okay. I just I'm really curious about what is the plot of the preachers moving forward. Yeah, of the preacher and of the angels. Like, I don't know where they still fit in now. Well, I guess that's what I mean with, with them yeah. together. You know, not just preacher, but, like, what does it mean for that relationship and how how those two guys and him, how are they still part of the show? Because I don't want to lose them off the show. I mean, they're, I mean, don't get me wrong, we haven't got the Kill Kenny scenes in a while, <laughs> you know, but I feel like they're the connection to that to a point. Well, I mean, not only that is we're kind of at a point to where where's anyone's relationship? Because preachers kind of cut every relationship in the matter of an episode, and he doesn't have a church. This is true. So this is very true. He's a nomad preacher with no friends or anyone to have his back. No, no, I don't know. I mean, like you said, and then of course the agents leave, and he's sitting there, and all of a sudden they get these really cool special effects of like bullets going through all the wall walls mm-hmm. and through the glass and so on. I'm like, wow, they're really going to shoot this place up, you know. And they have these people watching it. And just to see the line of people who are, like, watching this like we're doing a drive-in theater uh-huh. and even have the mascot in still full costume. This mascot is the greatest uh, I mean, Where's Waldo that we've had in the oh show. Oh, my Lord. Well, it, it's, 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 it's so ridiculous. It's funny and necessary. Oh, yeah. Well, because in a, a couple episodes ago, wasn't he walking his dog in the full outfit? Yes. I mean, is it supposed to be some kind of pun? Or are we supposed to, when this person finally takes their mask off, is it supposed to be somebody we're going to be like, oh, no way? You know oh, I mean? man. I, I really hope so. You know, I mean, I could be, the, I could see this so being like a Seth Rogen cameo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just something completely off the wall. That um, would be great. That would really make this. <laughs> you know, 
but um, I mean, I love seeing them in every episode. I really do. Yeah, it, it trip trip. You know, and of course, you know. But I mean, we got to backtrack a little bit. Well, we do because before we even get to this spot, we got what's his name? Bunny Sounds, aka Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> a- Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And um, um, so, all right, this blew me away. Well, Man. when King Cannon was giving his speech, you know, about yeah. the human shields and stuff, the first thing you notice is he's really taking Donnie's spot of being a commander and everything. Yeah. And it, he's deflated, he's dejected, and he he's lost his sense of purpose because he knows he's no longer that right-hand man or anything. And so just completely down and depressed. And he's walking over to the his car, and I'm like, oh, man, I, I don't know if I – Really believe what he's about to do. Well, I wasn't thinking that he was going to commit suicide. You know, let me put them over a phrase this. When he went over there and took all that stuff off, I thought he was going to grab like a bigger gun. I thought he was just going home. You know, or doing something. I thought he was looking at it as, I've served my purpose. There's nothing more. Right, yeah. I'm like, I'm done with this. It's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. But when he got on his knees, I was like, what? And just popped the trunk. And then, yeah, and pulled the trunk down and pulled the trigger. I was like... You, I, it really, really threw me away. I, I was like, because when as soon as you shot, the next thing you see is that like that bloody watery uh-huh. deal. Da, da, da. I was like, I was like, he's done for sure. Yeah, I was like, I just, I was so perplexed and so out of left field. Like, why did he commit suicide? Like, well, you know, I mean, me, I know, like you said, he was yeah. depressed. He walked away. You know, da, da 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 da. And so it built up to me like it was a okay. And. But wow, for him to come back, and that was his way of becoming deaf. Yes, uh, I think I could come up with a different way. Wear some earmuffs, homie. <laughs> Grab that Impala you drive, which is an awesome car. Go over to whatever and go get your earmuffs. You yeah. got guns, and we know you have ear protection. <laughs> go, go get some Bose headphones or something. Exactly. But I mean, great job by AMC and everything for actually recognizing that gunshots are loud. <laughs> and when you put them in like in an echo or in a cave or in a tank like Walking Dead, you're going to lose your hearing. Well, yeah. And then, but see, the one thing that throws you is that when he pulls that trigger, like his feet go mm-hmm. limp. You know oh yeah. I mean? And it's like, okay, you're supposed to believe he just shot himself. Oh, they did a great job with it, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I mean, they followed through with it. Um, I'm sorry. That is dedication and a half. Oh yeah. To <laughs> blow your own eardrums, you well, know. <laughs> it was uh, his only job. You yeah. know? <laughs> not not many people are looking for non right handed men. No, no. So, and uh, I mean, I think it's so great that he's in full outfit with the cast on, bright yellow. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So of course he sneaks into the church and he gets the gun on him, and Jesse tries to, you know. Control him. Lower the gun. You can't hear him. Da, da, da. What? What? You say something, creature? <laughs> <laughs> so, why does he not shoot him? I Other than we need our star character for, yeah, the, for the show. I mean, but outside of we need a star character for the show, there's no good reason. Because he was prepared to kill him early in the show. Yeah, in the restroom earlier, he was prepared to grease him. And now we're in a situation where, I, in my mind, if he shoots him, do, I mean... It's yeah. almost like he becomes town hero. I mean, it really brought me right back to Outsiders when the uh, our three favorite bumpkins had Hazel or Hassel right there in uh, their grips. And it was just like, why didn't you just kill him? Yeah. Why, why go through all that? Why do the torture? Why do the beat up? Why and because, just go ahead and plug him? Because, I mean, if he kills him, 
King Cannon has no contestant. Like, I mean, he gets to church, no, no problem. Yeah, it's, it's all she wrote. Everybody yeah. goes on, and, uh, you know. And so it really got me. Is like, why aren't you just pulling the trigger? And I really hope that there's a show at some point to where they just do that, and we just get it. But, obviously, they put their star character in this position, so we knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much. And to me, it was almost like I was expecting – to have another little conversation like you did with that one angel where she's like, you know, you're, you're going to check this and mm-hmm. you're going to have to look away. And I'm going to, you know, I thought he was going to do another little speech like that and do another quick move, but instead he just turned his head and do what you got to do. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to have that speech when the other guy can't hear you. <laughs> this is true. Very true. Touche. Yeah. Touche, you know, so, um, of course he knocks him down. And before you know it, you know, we're kind of wrapping up the episode. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're really at the end. Uh, I mean, Ken Cannon comes in there and gets him, wants him to sign. And he does this, you know, uh, a silent God. And he said, give me one more Sunday. Yeah. And I'm going to bring God here and he's going to answer your questions. And if you, you don't like his answers, I'll denounce them right here. What are they setting up by saying this? I legitimately have no idea because – and which god is he going to pull? Is he going to pull his god? Is he going to pull King Cannon's god of the meats? Or, <laughs> I mean uh, – uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see because I didn't see the trailer for next week. I did to a point – I try not to watch it hardly anymore because after this last episode, yeah, it's almost like, like a burn to me. I don't want to risk having it done, and I watched it on AMC. So, right. like on the uh, website, not the actual channel. I'm really curious where they're going with this. The one thing I did see from the preview, you know, that it's not a problem to talk about is that they do follow the angels a little more. Okay. Um, like, Well, because it seems like they're going to be in hot water. Like, Genesis is a known thing at this point. Right. And so I'm, I'm thinking we're going to get some of their deal. And they've got to come back for Genesis and maybe in a different way as a way of redemption for themselves. Or, they got to find a new coffee can. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is to it. There's got to be something. Uh, there's got to be a redemptive arc. You know, you send, know, send something out to Folgers, you know, let's see if we can uh, get a container of some sort. Yeah. Let's don't go with the bent up, you know, can there. I, I don't know if the plastic, you know, red Folgers cup is going to work either. Hey, I mean, it, Wakes people up. Why not bring uh, the oh, most powerful beanie? No, you did not. Just I do did. That. We, we went, went there. there. Good God. Well, I mean, Starbucks comes in little bags. Like, I mean, they're Stop not helping it. you. Stop. <sighs> anyway, so why was the preacher escorted out of there in a I couldn't I, a cruiser? Maybe he's under arrest for uh, for what? Protecting ground that is no longer his, or shooting a penis off. I think that's self defense. Um, yeah, the man was running at him with a musket. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean if, if that doesn't scream danger, I don't know what I mean, does. shot him from 600 yards away, or not 60 feet away. Um, but, you know, he was, oh, yeah. my life was threatened. You know, <laughs> I mean, in could. Texas, just having a gun in plain sight, you know, I felt threatened. Pow, pow. You know? <laughs> um, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I, I couldn't that was understand his charges. And trespassing was about the only thing I could think of. But he hadn't signed anything over. No. So, I was just kind of... I really don't. Was it for his own protection? No, because I mean they they drug him out of the house. Yeah, I mean, I just out of don't, the church. I yeah. don't get it. That was one other thing. I was just like, mm. and he didn't ask about Eugene. I mean, I know no, we already he brought it up. So no, he didn't. So there was a lot of perplexing things about the episode, but I did really enjoy the yes. episode. You know, and so I kind of felt like we talked a lot about like why this, why that, why this, why that, but. 
you know. I mean, through and through, I really s- felt. little simplistic things, but overall, the episode, like I said, it was superb acting uh, across the board. I really, and there was a lot of surprising elements this episode, which I wasn't typical with. Another solid cold opening that just blows you away. Such a great yeah. job. Only question I have about that is, is do, do our cow's intestinal lining look just like <laughs> a human intestinal lining? Butcher well, shops, get at yeah, us. Really, Let us know. Somebody out there tell me, you know, I mean, I'm really Was that curious. true representation? Yeah, I mean, I just have a hard time believing they look identical like he, you know, he showed. I really hope that they aren't because I, <laughs> not that I'm ever like, oh man, I really want some intestine, but I would, there's just no way I could ever do it if they look exactly yeah, alike. That, <laughs> Just, I, don't uh, I don't know about that one. I yeah, don't know. You don't want tripe in your uh, next soup? Negative. <laughs> negative. Negative. So, But let me ask you this, because uh, surprisingly to me, the answer was no. Did you miss Cassidy this episode? I mean, obviously, I think he could have made it better. Here's the deal. If they hadn't shown any glimpse of him this entire episode, I'd have been mad. Yeah. Them doing what they did was a complete surprise. It was a complete shock. It was, it was well. It, it wasn't expected for the timing, yeah. Of how they set it up by her going and finding a dog and showing the love for it and doing all that stuff just to have it, you know. <laughs> and we hear those sounds and I was like, oh, oh. no, it like you know the bone crunching and stuff. I was just mm-hmm. like. So, to me, bravo for making us, like, forget about him a little bit and having a good episode that he didn't have to carry. Yeah. You know? And the episode still be fantastic. Yeah. Because we didn't think that was possible. Yeah. It it was, if anything, it gave me more hope for the series that it wasn't a one character or one pony show, you know, to make it where I really, really enjoy it. But y'all better bring Cassidy back. Yeah, well, he knows. Yeah, no. I mean, we know. I mean, he, he's going to be as integral or as just as important as the main character. Hopefully. And so, I know you kind of brought it up and stuff, but do you think there's going to be a big rub between Jesse and Cassidy? Um, I, having a little bit of comic book knowledge, uh, you know, Jesse and the way the comic is and the way the show, which I think is has done a good job, is, is just a man that's a part. Yeah. You know, and I think he's going to rub anybody and everybody wrong by doing what he's doing. And but I think eventually this is where you have to see you have to see the person fall off the wagon before you can see him get back up. Yeah. And I mean, we see Jesse's kind of start picking himself up a little bit. Yeah. And so I think a lot of this stuff is like him falling off the wagon was him getting power hungry and using it and not realizing what he's doing and uh you know, making the town believe blindly what mm-hmm. he was doing, you know, and trying to make himself feel good for it um, and that kind of stuff. And so I think when he, when he realized what he was doing and then what he did to Eugene and all that stuff, that's like that's him falling off the wagon and realizing that, like the, like the angel said, you've had all this power at your fingertips and what good have you done? I mean, and it's kind of like a, a home run of you have like wake up. Yeah. You know, you think you've done so well. And what, look, look what's outside and look where you are right now. Um, so I think this is where we start to see him come up. Okay. And to my mind, that, and that's that's a good thing because I mean, and I think once you start seeing him doing good things, that's when Cassie is going to become more of a 
confidant because he'll see that he's becoming more, you know. He's changing for the better now. Exactly. You know, that he, Cassie doesn't have to be on the Jimmy Cricket all the time, you know. Which will be good. Which it will be good. Because I definitely want to see a darker side of Cassidy. Just a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'm a, yeah, I want to see more of the people who are trying to chase him and hunt him down. And Hopefully they come back. I mean, we only got two more episodes. So hopefully we see a little bit of that or just his, back, his origin story a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I would love to have a, a throwback, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's coming. I think it will. You know, we'll have a Cassidy Strong episode. I'm not positive. I mean, I think it's going to be either close to next episode or if it's not next episode, I think it's going to be close to the season opener of season two. Right. Now, I will tell you this you know, before I wrap. The one thing I did see from the preview, I think you really, really cool, is, is that you do see a scene from Ratwater. Oh. So, next episode – I'm probably going to be pretty freaking pumped for the first five minutes. Oh, absolutely. Because, so, and oddly enough, I wasn't upset that we didn't get rat water. No, 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 no. I mean, I was just so thrown for such a loop because of the women, you know, them falling to their oh, death. Yeah. And the, you know, and just how it was tied together. Right, right, right. Well, guys, if there was something else y'all uh, really liked or we missed or were we just completely wrong or something, whatever, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, man. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you know, our stuff's completely free, you know, ad-free, the whole nine yards. Of course, if you're listening to this, you know this. Yeah. Um, but tell your friends and, uh, you know, any kind of positive comments or reviews you can hook us up with, it always helps our show. We're trying to build. We're we're adding new hosts. We, you know, uh, we, we just added another Larissa, and, and we're doing another show, Mr. Robot. We're picking up, I think, Cash and uh, Larissa are going to hit that one up, and yeah. uh, that's going to be out uh, about the same time this one is. And so if you're a Mr. Robot fan, give that a listen and get a different perspective. Um, uh, I think in the, the near future, we've got a couple other stuff, coming, a couple other things going to come out. Um, you know, and so we're, we're excited for the future. Uh, we're always taking uh, recommendations for new shows and, and so on. We got, a, we got another recommendation today. Um, so we're going to go, we're going to kind of check it out a little bit and see if maybe that's something we want to hit on. Um, and so we're, we, we want to do it for you guys. Uh, we love conversing with fans and so on. Um, got a, like I said, a lot of exciting stuff and we're just constantly adding and it's a lot because due to you guys. And so anytime we get to converse with you and thank y'all or and do something special, uh, we want to do that for you guys because we enjoy it just as much as y'all do. But uh, other than that, I think we're going to call it a night. Uh, this is Bleed TV and I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And we'll see y'all next week.